coming up on Verse Course Verse. So many new albums, so little time. Let's talk about 10 of them. Welcome to Verse Course Verse, episode 76. I am DL. With me is Evil. Take the fucking dagger, jog the pentagram, and fucking stick it in the fire, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, how are you today? Uh, I'm all fired up. My brain's, uh, I think I have it in my body. Did you do like Adderall or Coke or something? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're kind of on it this morning. I like it. I like, yeah. I like morning, Jimmy. <laughs> Evil and I already recorded an episode today. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, uh, firing on all. I feel cylinders. like you guys hang out without me. I didn't mention this, but I feel like I need to. This isn't spoiler because this one's airing afterward, right? Yeah, this is after. Okay, so Pinkerton mm-hmm. is the name of the British guy in that play. Oh, that's where that's where it all came from. Oh, yeah. See, I always thought of Pinkertons as the the agency, like the you know no. the late eighteen hundreds. Right. A- interesting. Nope the guy's name for those of you that need context go back and listen to episode 70 something the one where we talk about pinkerton and something else you know what what though we're not alone we also have rachel kid rock lover polio i love kid rock (laughs) rachel how are you doing this afternoon i'm doing great are you good grand wonderful yeah let's do this chill out chill out calm down i've just done i've been i've had a very productive day and it's only new lots of studying needed so if you haven't heard these before, where the fuck have you been? But uh, what we do on these is we take 10 albums that have come out over the last few months and we give them six minutes, six minutes exactly for all of us to go over. It's a good way to pick out some of the newer pop, rock, rap stuff that has come out and address it. The first half of the year, the first 10 that we did, I'm starting to almost kind of mini panic about the end of the year, best albums and stuff. Cause I, I really hadn't <laughs> heard much that, that kicked my ass. I'm starting to get a little more hope now though. I feel like some stuff's coming out now that I actually really enjoy. I will say that this 10 went a lot better for me than the last 10. Uh, Rachel, what about you? Yes. Uh, we switched. I have to say the last 10 were a little easier. I don't know. I liked a lot more. Really? This was this was a an okay group of stuff. There's nothing that I super super loved in here though, and I was a little sad about that. But there's nothing I super super hated either. It was just kind of purgatory. You know, actually, you didn't really like the last ones much either, though, did you? <laughs> Rachel, do you like music? I just don't like music. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're right. No. We went over. You d- you didn't like Ghost, Alt J, White Lies, Spoon. Ants from up there. Alt J, I liked. I just didn't love as much as the previous. You loved uh, Gang of Youths. Yeah, they were fucking awesome. You like Tyler the Creator. Uh huh. But yeah, I guess you weren't really super into those either. So this huh. one, there was one one album that I really really liked, and then everything else was good to meh. All we'll right. Evil. What about you? Same question. Different uh, answer. This was by far the the best quick fire for me. I think this is by far the best so far for me too that I've gotten to go over. Um, I guess we'll get to that. Hey, Rachel, what are you drinking? <laughs> um, fun story because it's quick fire. I thought I would do a kind of a fun thing. David, you know, the game random alcohol pong evil. Have I talked to you about this? No, I don't think so. Oh, the, are you talking about the pong game that you invented? Yes. 
Okay, so uh, it's like maybe I do know about this, but please explain. It's the game that yeah. college people have been playing for forty years that Rachel says she invented. No, no, no. It's a different version. Uh, you set up one triangle and you ping pong like you would uh, on a regular beer pong table. And then whatever cup it lands in, you you get that cup and you hand it to one of your friends and then it's their turn. And the cups, however, are random leftover alcohol that you have in your fridge. <laughs> so I have had set up for me 10 <laughs> cups <laughs> or 10 albums. I don't know what's in here. I know a couple of things that were in the fridge. There's some soda options. There's a lot of seltzers. I had some tequila on the counter. I think I saw some whiskey. All right. So it should be nice. fun. I like <laughs> Who this. Knows? This is going to be So you're going to take a shot before each album. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah. love that. Evil, what about you? My lady got me a couple of different whiskeys for Father's Day recently. You should probably marry her. Yeah, what right. a lady. <clears throat> yeah, and, get uh, on it. I picked one for this episode that I had not had previously i've had some of this bottle since she got it for me but i had not had this particular whiskey until she got it for me and it is weller special reserve mm. if anyone's into whiskey they know what this is and it's yeah. uh, it's super tasty yeah you just drinking it straight up oh yeah that's how i drink whiskey i put it in frappuccinos <laughs> do you ever do rocks or water or anything evil mm, sometimes a little like a drop or two of water but usually not i'm just i'm a neat yeah I'm a neat You're freak. A neat guy. I like rocks. I, I like it with lemon too. I like a t not a like a twist of lemon, not a. Oh yeah, yeah. That depends on the whiskey. Yeah, but... Weller is a fantastic whiskey that <sighs> should be more well. It should be more well known, but I'm glad it's not. I guess. No, I guess I'd say that. Yeah. Don't go buy it, please. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it for me. I will drink it. I will <laughs> fall onto that sword. I drank water in the last episode. Last night, I was fucking so sick. Got up to 103 last night. Ooh. Luckily, my fever broke. Bed drenched in sweat. It was a fun night. <laughs> because of how shitty I felt last night, I'm still sick, but I feel so much better. So I decided, what the hell? Oh. Um, <laughs> why not have a drink? And this... Looks fancy. This actually was a successful recipe that Evil gave me. Ooh, I know what that is. Have you tasted it no, yet? No, I'm about to. So while <sighs> I'm tasting it, Evil, why don't you tell people what this is? This is some version of what's called a Scotch Lady. It's a take on a pink lady, but with whiskey, with scotch. I used famous, uh, famous grouse. You, you used famous They didn't grouse. have naked. Yeah. So famous grouse, some apple brandy Laird's probably. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, grenadine, an egg white, some simple syrup. It's so good. If you like whiskey sours, it's it might change your life. So here's the problem. That was gross to me. Oh, no. Because I, I have a fucking, a I have a cough drop. drop in my mouth. <laughs> Stick to the Robitussin. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I've got Robitussin too. But I'm going to get this cough drop taste out of my mouth. And I'm going to keep drinking this. And eventually you'll hear me be like, oh man, that's amazing. Aww. It's one of, if not my favorite cocktail. I look forward to tasting it someday. <laughs> I think that's all. We've shot the gamut. At the beginning of this episode, we are going to take a break and we're going to get into these 10 albums. Yes. We'll be right back.
Uh, we are back. Before we get into this, we need to do a few things. Uh, first thing that I need to do is I need to thank the bands that are letting us play the music for them. Third Secret. Oh, sweet. Death Widow. Dream Widow. Death Widow. Death Widow's better. <laughs> Dream Widow. Jack White. Moontooth. Yes. The Helicopters. Excellent. Thank you to them for letting us play your music. Very, very appreciative. And it just makes the episode so much better when we get to. That's awesome. Before we get into these albums, we got to do a few things first. The first thing we got to do is we got to pick what each other's favorite album is going to be. I always say it. I stand by it. This is fucking hard. That's what she said. Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> I will start with Rachel. Rachel, what are Evil and I's favorite albums? David, uh, Moontooth. Okay. Evil, I'm going to say Dream Widow. Those are very good Those guesses. Are, are educated guesses. I think so. Yeah. Well yes, educated. They are. Those are very mm-hmm. educated. Exactly. I'm going to go next. Evil. I had a hard time with mm-hmm. Evil between a few. I think it could easily be a mm-hmm. few. But I also went Dream Widow. And Rachel, I went uh, Kendrick Lamar. It sounds like there's one album that she really, really likes out of these. And Kendrick Lamar is the only one that I could see that being. Evil, what about you? Okay. I have no idea. Like, for you, it could be one of many of these Mm -hmm. and for rachel it's one of them (laughs) so i haven't narrowed down to maybe three for her and 10 for you okay Um, (laughs) i'm gonna go i'm gonna jump on your coattails for rachel and say kendrick lamar she was so excited when we decided to put the post malone album in here so it could very well she be was. it she was i'm going to go with that i'm going to be i'm going to have a, a different opinion than you i'm going to i'll say you. post malone and for you um jeez man you either love or hate this album and i'm going to say the fear of the dawn the jack white album mm, okay yeah, that was interesting. It's always interesting when you hear because I bought this, I pre-ordered this vinyl. So it's always interesting when you hear for the first time on vinyl. Those are that means I'm wrong. <laughs> Could be. Um, <laughs> highest rating. Which one of these albums is going to get the highest rating from all three of us combined? Evil. What you think? I had one picked, but I think it's wrong now. Uh, <laughs> I'll say Ken- the Kendrick Lamar album. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. I will go next. That that just threw me off. If Evil's picking Kendrick Lamar, <laughs> he probably gave it high shit. shit. Maybe I'm, maybe you know I'm what? trying to throw you off. Maybe you know what? <laughs> fuck it. Maybe I'm gonna maybe I'm doing that too. I am going to say Orville Peck. Ooh. Yeah, fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> that could be the the worst possible answer or the best. Uh Rachel, what about you? Um I'm gonna say Dream Widow. Wow. What the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> I don't know because I have Dream Widow as the lowest score. So, oh my god, this is just this is insane. Okay, so Evil picked yeah. Dream Widow for lowest. Rachel, what about you? Oh, for lowest, Ooh. Arcade Fire Man, probably Arcade, Arcade Fire Man. So Rachel did no not- Hanson. I'm sorry, I forgot Hanson oh, yeah. was here. Hanson is here. Hanson's going to get the worst. And I said Post Malone. 
everybody is all over the fucking wow. map. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be amazing. I am super excited for this now. Um, let's get the fuck into it. Let's go to album number one, which is Third Secrets, self-titled debut and possibly only album. Most likely. No, it's not not because not because it's a, it's a super group. Yeah. They're not gonna. Like, Rachel, before we get into it, take your shot. Tell us what it is. I think it's just a seltzer. Mm. It doesn't really have a taste. Does it taste like I, static? Yeah. Okay. It's definitely carbonated. Okay, seltzer it is. I am gonna start this one off. Uh, this is super group with Chris, my man. Matt Cameron, my other man, Kim Tail, my other, other, other man. And then, uh, whoa, I just lost. Um, Julian Ray, Julian, Jennifer Johnson, and John Bubba Dupree. Yeah. The other guitar player. Julian J. Bubba John Jacob. Um, <laughs> so super group, basically with all of the people that evil and I have loved for our whole lives. It is what it is. It's, this lineup could come out with fart noises for 10 songs and I fucking love it. Don't get me wrong because that's not what this is. Uh, is this a very mood specific album? Yes, it totally is. Is it great music? It absolutely is. It's this nineties bleak, not really depressing, but bleak. It's like what you'd hear on the reality bite soundtrack. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of, I love it. I hear all those early nineties Soundgarden and Veruca Salt and Screaming Trees and just all that stuff. It's not groundbreaking. It's not amazing, but it's just, it was just fucking nice to hear. I enjoy it too. Lots of member berries here. Um, yes. It, it, yeah. I, th I think it's good. If I had one criticism, it, I would say that it has a split personality. Like yeah. there mm -hmm. are certain songs I'm like, this is the Soundgarden song. The other side of that personality is the band Giants and Trees, which is the two female lead singers yeah. and Chris's band. It was just kind of more folky, leaning even into bluegrass territory from time to time. The one thing about this band that is hilarious to me is it reminds me of the episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force where Carl meets the sirens and they're singing <laughs> to him. <laughs> and I, I just love that about it. Uh, but yeah, it's mood specific, but I, I really dug it. Uh, Rachel, I'm intrigued to hear about your opinion because I know two things. I know that this sort of music bores the shit out of you, but I also know <laughs> that you've been on kind of like an early nineties alternative kick lately, which this I definitely haven't. is. So with that, when I looked at the album cover, the gentleman on the cover reminded me of the lead singer from system of a down. Huh, really? And so his face made me think like, oh, this is going to be evil music. I was like, yeah, I'll get to that one later. Then I started listening to it and I was like, oh, this is nice. I could smoke pot to this if I smoked pot. It started out in like a very like folky, hippie 60s vibe. And then it did turn into like a 90s alternative. I could feel that in there. Also, there was an accordion at one point, which I was very into. Yeah, Chris mm -hmm. rocks the accordion. He's very good at it. I don't know where this would go on one of my playlists. I didn't hate it and i very much appreciated the talent of everyone that put this together it was a really great album good yeah. when i was thinking about what would get the highest rating mm -hmm. i almost said this because this is a hard thing to hate if you are sure. any sort of music fan yeah that's it true. really that's was just especially 
hearing Kim's guitar. Right. It's just makes me feel things. It's just makes me so happy. Harks to so many old memories. There's a lot of, how would you say it? For as good as it is, it's very non-memorable. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Would you recommend this to other people or Ugh. maybe just specific people? Probably not. I'd probably specific people. If I knew someone was a Soundgarden fan, I'd be like, hey, check this out. There's some cool stuff on there. There's a couple of these songs that sound the beginning of them and the guitar sounds like it's straight out of fucking like super unknown or something. Right. Yeah. But then you don't get that. Yeah. You don't, There's you don't. The payoff's get, not there. Yeah. Yeah. You, Chris is never going to come in. Cornell, mm-hmm. not Chris. Who, by the way, is just such a fucking underrated bass player. Like, I, I, yep. God damn, I his bass is so good in this album. Oh, and I figured you'd like it too, Rachel, because I, you know, I heard a lot of whole influence. Sure. In this. Yeah. yeah. Jaded yeah. female yeah. rock kind of thing. My favorite song on this, I really liked Live Without You. I love Somewhere in Time. Last Day of August is my favorite song on this album. I gave it two thumbs up. It was just really nice to hear evil i like the more sound gardeny flavor of stuff i liked lies fade away i like somewhere in time the one that stood out to me the most and it's because i watched a live performance of it which mm. changed my view of it a bit the vocals were way better the you could hear the harmonies better is i choose me oh i like that guitar riff is it's so sound garden that I, I i love it um i'm gonna give it one thumbs up the album as a whole one thumb rachel a favorite song what'd you rate it last day of august Hey! Hey-o! And one thumb up. I agree. It was good enough. All right. Secret hidden in the stars. Stay strong, my love. Next album we have We by Arcade Fire. Rachel, what's your shot? Oh, that's right. I'm drinking alcohol today. <laughs> that one might just be Sprite. That's probably Sprite. Evil, kick it off. Arcade Fire. This would be more fun if it, instead of Sprite, it would be like, this is curdled milk. <laughs> this is. I'm lactose intolerant. That would be gross twice. This is LSD. <laughs> yeah. Next yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Next time it'll just be pills. Uh, Ar- Arcade Fire. Hyper emotional Canadians that take themselves way too seriously. That's is that, my tagline for this that's album. That's Arcade Fire. I don't. I can see how people might like this music and this band. It's not me. It's just boring to me and it hurts my feelings. <laughs> uh, I can groove with the more dance vibe stuff that they do, but not for long. It's a album that if I have on in the background, it grows on me a little bit. But when I actually actively try to listen to it, I just, it's not my thing. I'm not going to shit on this album. (laughs) I thought this album was very purposeful and very intentional. And I feel like they were really trying to create something. Mm -hmm. I liked the way that they used silence a lot of times to create a feeling and to cause you to think about it. In that way, I where this album, I didn't love the album. I really appreciated the art and the musicality and what they were trying to do. So I agree. It's refreshing to hear a band trying to make an entire album out of one concept and think about it from song one to song end. How do we make this a complete piece of art? It doesn't really happen anymore. I really, really like their first three albums. I love a couple of their first few albums a lot. And since then, I just have not been a huge fan. And this kind of continues off on that same thing. 
to me. It's new Arcade Fire, which just is not great Arcade Fire. I do like the concept. We're humans. We have anxiety. Fuck social media. I get it. But it's just how many times are you going to do this guys? <laughs> like, you know, let's, let's go on to something else. And then they have stuff end of empires one to three. It's old school. It has a, a ton of great stuff. It's also super pretentious. I mean, even the song title is, you know, whatever of empires one to three. Right. Uh, or, or hearing him say, I unsubscribe over and over. It's fucking a little on the nose, dude. Mm-hmm. We fucking get it. But there's good stuff in it too. They went a little synthier, the rabbit hole, which is this pulsating synthy build that I really like. And plus, I just like rabbit holes. It's my thing. <laughs> Even though I like the concept of the album, the structure d- didn't totally work for me either. They come out with kind of this real spacey, almost soundtracky sort of stuff. And then they get really acoustic they have like one kind of folk rock out it's Mm -hmm. all over the place for a band that was trying to conceptualize a thought in an album it seems really all over the place for me i think i listen to this album the most out of all of them and i'm the least comfortable with it you guys aren't adding very much to this one um (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying not to be a dick i just don't rachel are you familiar with prior work from arcade fire they are a band that i consciously was like i don't like this band at some (laughs) point and it's not because i think they're bad let me clarify that i think musically it's very well crafted it's just not my thing yeah i just don't choose to give my attention to things i don't care for that's fair aware of who they are and aware of a handful of songs, but really I haven't listened to a full album of theirs before. Well, luckily for and- you, time's up. So we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> Evil thumbs and favorite song. <clears throat> One thumb down. It's not categorically bad. It's just not my thing. It's well-produced. They're good yep. musicians. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, they have Peter Gabriel on a song. That's my favorite song. Unconditional to race and religion. Who doesn't like Peter Gabriel? Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Of course, it's yeah. my favorite track. Uh, <laughs> she sounds like an idiot. Speaking of <laughs> Rachel, favorite song, thumbs up, thumbs down. David, I put Lightning Two. It's where it finally picked up a little bit, and it Loki kind of sounded a little pressure machiney. I got that too. Feelings of that. Yes. Yeah. A uh, good call. As far as thumbs, I'm gonna say one off to the side because I feel like they really tried. That's not a thing. Can we just say no? Can we just say no <laughs> thumbs down or up? No thumbs. Okay. No thumbs then. Because I feel like giving it a thumb up would put it on the same page as Third Secret. I don't feel like it's good. I feel like they tried really hard and I appreciate it. I gave it uh one thumb um up. I was gonna say what's the thumb doing? <laughs> I do uh, (laughs) like the song Rabbit Hole and Lightning One. Uh, Those are really good songs. This isn't an album that I'm going to put on again. I just don't think it's that great. But I can definitely see where, like Evil said, it's a good album. I think maybe it's just not for me. Yeah. For Arcade Fire, I'm going to stick to their first three albums in Funeral, Neon Bible, and Suburbs. That's an amazing one, two, three punch for a band. And good job, guys. Those are your three. Album number three is self-titled album by Dave Grohl, Death Widow. (laughs) (laughs) Idiot. Dream Widow. Rachel, what are you shooting? Something clear. It was something sparkly again, but it was definitely alcohol that time. Dream Widow, Rachel. Dream Widow. New music for Hell's Elevators just came out. (laughs) I really liked this. It was like... 
if Foo Fighters had a gig in hell to play to their audience. I'm so wrong about you. I don't know. Well, in your defense, this doesn't make any fucking sense at all. I think it does. I love Foo Fighters, and this is the best album they've come out with in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was into this so much. One thing that I really loved is Dave Grohl has done... Through his career, he's done Nirvana, he's done Foo Fighters, he's done this now, and it's there's so many different things that he's done, and he always sounds like himself, but it's always so creative and so different, and it kind of reminded me of how the Beatles always sound like the Beatles, but throughout their albums, there was like this beautiful evolution of different sounds that they were playing with, and this was just another mm-hmm. great example. And Honestly, the man is just so musically talented. I mean, he did mm-hmm. absolutely everything on the album. I think there was there was one other guitar guy, and that was that yeah. was it. Yeah. Um, song number one on this, Encino. <laughs> let's right. start with some Slayer thrash. Then let's go into a Gojira breakdown where we have these low chanting tones and this hard ride being hit. Then let's go straight into a corn breakdown. And then let's go into Ghost. And then let's have a Pantera riff. This was the most homage to Mm -hmm. metal album I've ever heard in my life. Song number one explains this entire album to me. I want Slayer in here. I want Pantera in here. I want it. I love it. Dave Grohl was born to play this style of music. I think it's great. I hear 90s shit. You hear parts and songs that are very Iron Maiden and Judas Priest. And and then you hear really weird indie metal stuff. Early 90s, like Floater and shit. My one complaint on this this is my one complaint and i kind of feel bad for him why wasn't jack black involved in this <laughs> that's a great question jack black had to have heard this and been like dave what the fuck man like this was this is my whole point in life is to do this uh evil what did you think about i love this rachel made a really good point it's heavy metal homage music but it mm-hmm. still sounds like dave Grohl. his soul is still in this music he did a project years ago called Probot, yeah. which was a metal yeah. project. Uh, this reminded me of that a little bit. It's got some death clock vibes to it. I love it all around. It's top to bottom. It's in my wheelhouse. I don't want to talk too much about it because there's a movie that is a companion to this that might be a good subject for a Halloween video someday. So and- here's what I was thinking. Finale, mm. where we're all up at the cabin maybe Mm. one of the nights we watch this yay that could be fun wouldn't that be be fucking rad yeah i like where your head's at and my head is somewhere (laughs) similar with this too i think this is way better than probot i do too i I do too and and that's i think a function of it being a singular project instead of him working with a whole bunch of different other musicians i have one criticism and it's not even of the the music it's of dave Grohl himself so Hmm. He at one point was very critical of some bands almost like LARPing other stuff, particularly the darkness. And I'm like, dude, you are the guy who played the devil in a Tenacious D video. You are all about LARP. You should celebrate. the darkness? He did. He's like, that music's been done before. We're trying to do something different with Foo Fighters, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, good I'm God. Like, come on, man. This is years ago, and maybe he's changed his, I'll give him the, the benefit of the doubt to that. I mean, he yeah, that is like his... a decade ago yeah. that the darkness came out. Who so I love, by the way. That is my only criticism. You're kind of being what you were poking mm-hmm. fun at back there. We all gain wisdom with age. 
and maybe he has musically fucking love this. It's it great. is great. I do think the ending falls off a cliff, but I think that's because I think it's trying to tie into the movie because the last mm. two songs are a little soundtracky. Have either of you guys seen the movie yet? No, not yet. No. Mm. Oh, okay. You're not allowed to until the finale. I know that now. I was going to watch it later today. Did you call me dick face? No, my dog is my dog is chasing my cat. Oh. <laughs> Rachel, best song, thumbs. Sweet Abyss. I like that it had a Pink Floyd vibe to it. And mm-hmm. these are my thumbs, both of them pointing up. Two thumbs Ooh, up. These, these are her thumbs. <laughs> Same thing, two thumbs up. I love this album. I think it's fantastic. For somebody that's not a massive metal fan but does really like metal, it's such a good album for someone like me to... It's for the metal curious. <laughs> yes. My favorite song is Angel with Severed Wings. Mm, it's full Tenacious D. I'm really... I'm going to keep harping on it. Why wasn't Jack Black involved in this? I don't <laughs> like it. Evil, what about you? I could pick any one of the songs as my favorite. I went with Come All Ye Unfaithful. I like the name. Because <laughs> you and like the name. Just, it's a great track. It's like got some cool guitar work that stuck out to me when I... I wrote down my notes uh two thumbs up for sure love this album look forward to talking about the movie in the halloween episode shout out to rachel reeves yeah funny story <laughs> i was trying to guess through most of these like everybody's favorite song to see how close i was going to be dave i had guessed cold for you because it sound alice and chainsy there's some big time jerry cantrell guitar mm-hmm. on this album for sure and yeah. so yes and evil i wrote all of it <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Dave Grohl. You are the magic man. Let's go to our next album. What's the trick in making my love stick? What's the trick? Fear of the Dawn by Jack White. Rachel, what you shooting? choice i think this is fucking sprite again fear of the dawn by jack white right out the gate i love the first song it fucking rocks i love the vinyl even just a as a vinyl guy the cover the inserts it's all fantastic what you also learn by looking at the liner notes of this is that jack white played like 80 percent of everything on this album uh drums guitar keyboard he did most of this album, including every single part of the first three tracks. It's all Jack White. It's like awesome weird Mm -hmm. to me. It's very experimental. It's very, it's the type of thing where, look, because of Jack White, we have people like the Black Keys and Royal Blood. And he is the reason that we get those sort of bands. And I feel like it's albums like these where because of what he does and the experimentation that he that he does, we're going to get amazing things for like a decade. That's how I've always felt about Jack White. I love the samples he uses. It's just really random. He's also very self-involved. And because of that, sometimes the music does suffer. <laughs> there, there are definitely tracks on here where, okay, yeah, I, I fucking get it, man. Because of that, there are songs that just end up going nowhere. That was then and this is now is my perfect example of that. And it doesn't make a lot of sense, but in the end, it's amazing. There's great harmonies. The drums are fantastic. And that's Jack White to me. Evil, what about you? I am a very reluctant Jack White fan. I'm conservative in my fandom of Jack White. I absolutely fucking love this album. No, mm-hmm. it is so much fun. I love how it experimental is. it is. How weird, just absurd it is. 
mm-hmm. I like that some of the songs don't go anywhere. Listening to this album while I'm out walking the dog or in the house doing whatever, it makes me like want to walk like I have something wrong with me. <laughs> um, it reminds me of like a dark metal-infused Sesame Street skit. <laughs> Uh, there's like Tim Burton vibes everywhere. Yes. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I love like the weird Manhattan transfer samples. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I love the cab Calloway stuff. I love it all. I love Q-tip being on here, man. It's so absurd and weird. And I love it all. In that vein, it was very, I wrote down that I wish I could walk into a bar in New Orleans and just <laughs> yes. see this guy playing yeah. and just blow my fucking face off. It makes me uh, want to Rachel. drink absinthe and just like. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, Rachel, what about you? First of all, the cover art reminded me very much of Edward Gorey, if anyone knows who that is. I do. Artist I do. wise. And I, I love the cover art. So yeah, good, I kind of. I kind of got that and I loved that aspect of it. Again, the Cab Calloway. And generally, I really, really hate it when people (laughs) steal music and especially stealing music that far back. You're not getting that guy's permission. But it was no Justin Bieber taking MLK. So that was good. (laughs) But there were so many aspects of it that I really loved it seemed a little chaotic at points like it seemed yeah like there were a lot of different directions that he was going but it kind of melded together really well there was a little bit of like a rage vibe towards the end Mm. i forget which song it reminded me of i didn't write that down but it was what's the trick it had sounded like rage to me um and then fear of the dawn had like a wolf mother vibe to it just say zeppelin Zeppelin. Some of them flowed so well <laughs> that I didn't realize that the song had changed. And I was mm-hmm. super impressed by that. Yep. So all around great. Yeah, we're out of time. Jack Black rocks. Jack Black. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Jack White rocks. He really does. This is one of those that I didn't fall in love with it, but I'm glad I have it on vinyl and I will be listening to this way more. I do think it's one of the best albums he's come out with in a long time. The best song on it is That Was Then and This Is Now, but End of the Twilight. No, I'm sorry. End of the Twilight is my favorite song in this album. Yeah. Even just that Into the Twilight. I could Mm. hear them do that for fucking 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, But Taking Me Back, What's the Trick? That Was Then, This Is Now. There's a lot of good shit on this. Uh, Yeah, I gave it two thumbs up. Evil. Uh, Two thumbs up for me, for sure. Love this album. I could have picked a number of the songs. I, I went with... Eosophobia, which is Mm, actual mm -hmm. fear of the dawn. That's the clinical fear of the dawn. The main sort of guitar theme towards the end, he does like this echoey version of it. Mm -hmm. And there's like some keyboards with it. It, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's so awesome. It sounds like something fish would do. (laughs) And then there's like the reprise for the song later that I loved as well. Man. Two thumbs up. Evil is all up in this. Oh, Rachel. I loved Heidi Ho. And I know that's an easy pick, but I just have never been so impressed with a sample before. As far as thumbs, I'm going to give it, I want to give it two, but I'm going to give it one because it wasn't perfect for me. It wasn't. I want to give it two, but it wasn't any it dream. It wasn't Dream Widow. So <laughs> get <laughs> one thumb you're up. So, you're so glass half empty. What's um, going on? <laughs> album number five is. Here in the twilight. Bronco by Orville Peck. Rachel, what'd you just shoot? That was water. Here's the thing. I'm five cups in and I feel like maybe 
A handful of those were alcohol. How big are the shots, though? Ooh, that one, that next one is definitely whiskey. The hard liquor, I said just an Stay ounce, tuned. and then the rest is a couple ounces. So, like, a couple ounces of hard salts are a couple ounces of whatever. Very intrigued to hear what Orville you thought Peck. about this. I had sight unseen. I had no idea who Orville Peck was. Me too. I played the first track blind. I just Spotify Orville Peck. Go. Me too. Absolutely love this album absolutely love this this is <laughs> johnny cash roy orbison elvis meets dolly parton sung by a south african gay dude that's from canada yes. that now lives in canada <laughs> lives in canada played in a punk band he's a drummer for a punk band in canada he wears a los luchadores mask with fringe on it i fucking love everything about this <laughs> i love it so much Lyrically so clever. I've never heard a country, like a outlaw country song about a boy growing up in South Africa who's gay and who's yeah. trying to come to terms with his life with some incredibly clever lyrics. Dude, this is, I am an Orville Peck super fan. Love it. Uh, Rachel. Orville Peck. I had never. Did you know about him? No. Never heard oh, of him. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Never heard of him. This album was fucking fantastic. It was everything that evil said. I have Elvis, I have Johnny Cash. It didn't sound like somebody trying to sing like Johnny Cash. It was it like It wasn't. It was like he was trying to sing like Elvis. It was <laughs> But that's okay. I thought it was great. It was good music to uh chase someone on a horse to. The the ballad at the end I could have eh, it was fine whatever, but it was very refreshing to hear mm. a, a youngster sound like this. Um, but I, like I said, not, not like a carbon copy. That's the first line of what I said. What a breath of fresh air. Mm -hmm. So all three of us came in on this blind. I had seen this guy's albums pop up on YouTube reviews and on uh, Instagram and stuff with the fringe of mask and Brilliant. stuff. And finally, I was like, fuck it. I, I saw this. Let's just do it. Who knows? I thought it was going to be hip hop or something like that. Had no clue. You hear all the influences. You do hear the Garth Brooks and the Stan Ridgeway and Elvis and Elvis and Elvis and Elvis. But it is, it's his own thing. The weird notations in Lafayette and mm -hmm. it's this semi-campy, I don't even know how to explain it. All I know is that I fucking love this guy. I love this guy so mm -hmm. much. Um, yep. I don't know if it's going to be like a one album thing for me. He's just got his one album that I love. He has another earlier album. I think he has one or two. I think one full length and maybe some other material. Yeah. It does become a little bit of a slog for me. There's a lot of lamenting kind of towards the end. But at the same time, then when he kicks it on to any turn where he goes from a little too much lamenting, then all of a sudden he's full honky tonk. It's mm -hmm. awesome. I sounds like all three of us were uh, pretty big fans of this. Mm -hmm. He's someone who I'm going to go find his catalog and listen to. Here's the interesting thing. So this is the kind of music that my dad liked when I was growing up. Yeah. But if my dad was still alive and there's this South African by way of Canada punk rock musician in a fringe mask singing this, my dad's going to hate it. Yeah. And I like that about it. <laughs> I, I like the counterculture spin that he put on an already counterculture style of music from years gone past. Well, if there was, and I, that's fucking brilliant. I agree. And if there was ever a style of music that needs that, that needs yeah. like a jolt of, you know, it doesn't have to be just fucking Nashville white people that are doing this. Like it can be, South African white people. South African <laughs> white. Gay people are allowed to sing outlaw crooning too. He's, ta he's super talented. 
Super talented. I highly recommend watching some of his live performances. Time's up, evil, best song, thumbs. Two thumbs up, love the album. Best song could have been a number of them. I think Kalahari Down is brilliantly written, Mm. but I went with Out of Time for this lyric because it made me smile. This is a whole verse, but I fucking love it. Drag me into the party, guess I got nowhere to go. Got a man to my left and one on my right, and they... Tell me about what they know. Head for the back. I meet a girl who's trying to shoot the breeze. She tells me she doesn't like Elvis. I say, I want a little less less conversation. conversation, (laughs) Rachel, best song comes. All I could say, I really liked a duet. I don't... I don't generally love the duets, but that one was very powerful. I really like that. Thumbs wise, uh, one thumb up. Man, you are a harsh fucking critic. I Um, know. We just all fawned on this for six minutes straight. Big, huge love fest. One thumb. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I put the best song. I do love Lafayette. I love Kalahari down. Uh, Daytona sand is my favorite song just because it's that thing of it's the first, I turn it on. It's track one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell is this? Uh, and I gave it two thumbs up. Awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. That is our first five albums. We have to take a break. We'll be right back. We are back. Yay! Guys, we have something special for you. (gasps) I don't think anybody knew this, but this is secretly an 11 album review. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have an 11th shot. It's okay, because this one won't take long. (laughs) This album needs no introduction, but I'll still introduce it. It's only going to get about a minute because it's just so transcendental that I feel that this is something that we're just going to have to talk about a lot more at the finale when we all pick it as our best album of the year. Um, I need to know what your opinions are, what you want to say about the album Bad Reputation by Kid Rock. Uh, I can sum it up with a quote from Big Lebowski. You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) That is our review of Bad Reputation by Kid Rock. I really hope you enjoyed it. Let's move on to album number six. Which is Phototroph, I hope, by Moontooth. <laughs> I hope. I think it's whiskey. Nope. I grabbed the wrong one. Well, apparently she tastes whiskey just fine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just from that face. Oh, I wish the yeah. listeners could see what we just witnessed. Yeah, it was the whiskey. Yeah. If you go to our Patreon, you can see my face. That's only fans, <laughs> Rachel. Um, That's not my face, David. Oh, hey-oh! Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rachel, uh, Moontooth. This is where she breaks our hearts. Mm-hmm. Moontooth's not my vibe. But Dream Widow is? Yeah. I'm gonna... Actually, I did appreciate the talent on this. I don't like Moontooth as much as I tried to. I listened to this a couple times and really tried to get into it, but could not the drumming was amazing there was some really great guitar stuff that i liked i really liked their new found word fetish uh (laughs) i can't speak on this too much more because i want to stay on this podcast (laughs) look i'll expand on what rachel said because her (laughs) 
there there are some good drum parts and guitar parts. <laughs> no, this entire album is just shredding. That's not. <laughs> That's exactly what you said. Rewind. Just mm-hmm. kidding. Don't rewind. One of the things I written down on one of the songs were, how are these drums physically possible to play? They're, I very much understand the talent that is coming out of this band. Yeah. The musicianship is absurd. Yeah. They're all amazing, but Nick Lee on guitar particularly is, he is he's like my current Lord. guitar god. He's, the sounds that he gets for being the only fucking guitarist in this band. It's, it's not a dual guitar yep. band. This album fucking rocks. There's layers. It t- took me a couple listens to get into it. First off, I have Evil to even thank for Moontooth. He was the one that showed me Moontooth. And Crux, their last album, is mm-hmm. one of the best heavier albums I've heard in years. That's a fucking hard act to follow because that was a. It is. Uh, that album was unreal. And it took me a while to get into this, but after about my third or fourth listen, it clicked and it's fantastic. Nick Lee, John, Ray, Vin, they're f- fucking awesome. And I want to take my chance for this and then uh, we'll let Evil talk, but. I'm going to waste my time by kind of an apology. We reviewed, in I think our second episode ever, Sven and I reviewed Crux. And I was kind of hard on the singer. I was was very, very into the album, and I had a lot of great things to say. I gave it really high rankings, but I did say that I thought there were a lot of places where I think the singer should have made different choices, laid back, done different things. I disagree with last year's DL. This singer is so fucking unique. I think the choices that he makes are fantastic. I think he talks about alphas and omegas and wolves in like every single song on this album. (laughs) But I love that. And yeah, it's probably my favorite band discovery since like Big Black Delta. So good job, Evil. Uh, Evil, what did you think about this? This band is a gem Mm -hmm. in the current music climate. Like you said, Nick Lee is... He should be elevated to guitar godhood in, you know, the magazines, the publications, the whatevers. Yeah. The guy's brilliant. He's my favorite new-ish because they're not new anymore. This is third full album? Yeah. It's so good. They are able to do something that not many bands can do, and that is flex. Mm-hmm. Play mm-hmm. like they do and still have it be listenable. Yeah. And, and I would compare them to a band like Polyphia, who are extremely talented but i feel like when polyphia plays what they do and and i'm not like knocking on that band because oh my god tim henson and those guys are so fucking talented but it feels like they're doing an exercise and trying to play their music musical instruments as difficult as you know try to play the most difficult stuff they can it doesn't feel effortless it feels like they put in a bunch of work to make it try to sound effortless Moontooth just sounds effortless. It's just, there's joy in their music. It does. And that's... And they somehow keep it so succinct for for doing what they're doing as musicians and still keeping it, I don't want to say pop, but... It is, though. Geared towards the song instead of the musicianship. It's a pretty incredible feat that they do. Yeah. I could go on forever about this. I love this album. It's fantastic. Kudos. I I feel like everything kind of they moved it to a new level and i yes good job moontooth that said rachel who didn't like this album uh you go Um, first (laughs) favorite song was alpha howl again the drums on that were spectacular i like how i said i feel like he talked a lot about alpha omegas and wolves 
Alpha Howl. And she goes, <laughs> Alpha Howl. Um, and then I'll give it, I'll give it a thumb, one thumb up. All right. Why are you surprised? Because uh, you expected more or less. Because you didn't like the album. Because it wasn't my vibe. Up. Doesn't mean I don't understand that it's good. It's good. Okay. Yeah, I gave it two thumbs way up. <laughs> I love uh, my favorite song, Conduit, but Death Wish Blues, Oh My Isle, Nymphae, say, yeah. uh, <laughs> so many vowels. A I I I. Conduit is just a, the fucking guitar riff in Conduit is insane. I had to pick one, which is this is a recurring theme with this episode. Is there's I went with Carry Me Home. I just yeah. wrote so triumphant. The guitar, the solos, the chorus is so good. To your point about John's vocals on the previous album, I feel like it worked. He worked so much better vocally on this album than previously. And I'm not trying to knock the previous yeah, he got stuff. Better. Just like, he got better. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, everything gelled better in this. Crux was a darker album. This one feels more it Sounds like he found love or, or something like that. Yeah. Like, it's like I triumphant yeah. is what I, that, that is the word I wrote down for this album. I fucking love it. Two thumbs up for sure. Awesome. That is Moontooth. Good job, Moontooth. Let's go on to a band very similar to Moontooth. Hanson. <laughs> RGB is the uh, name of the album. Rachel, what are you shooting? Should have saved the whiskey. Ooh, she got another bad one. <laughs> she might throw up. That was the tequila. That's the tequila oh, face. Get, it's all downhill from here, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now you get to talk about Hanson. Sven's <laughs> favorite band. I know. I wish Sven was here. Okay, so let's start with the good. I like the concept. I like, there's three of them. Hey, let's all write our own individual stuff. And then we'll have an album. The first four or five are mine. The second one. It's a good concept. It's cool. I like that. That's pretty much the positives for me. This album is good. I'm admitting that it's good, but that doesn't mean that I don't hate it. <laughs> I, it's so fucking boring. And I, I don't mean boring, like radio friendly, easy listening. I'm especially okay with that sort of shit lately. When I started researching for the Annie Clements episode and I started listening to like Mayor Morris and stuff and really getting into those bands and realizing how great they were and how fun the songwriting is. I've been listening to a lot more of the calmer country, contemporary adult sort of shit and getting into it. This is something other This is like fucking, it's like Jonas Brothers. It doesn't feel like real music to me. I love Sven so much. He's so smart musically. (laughs) It just speaks to how different people we are that he he likes this band. Because I just don't get it. I don't. Cold as Ice is so fucking fake hokey. Cold as Ice starts off with this like funk thing. And it's the fakest funk thing you it's like some fucking kid that saw funk at a show once and then went into the studio and you know all right jack (laughs) hit me with the bass bro what it's the fakest sounding shit my review just keeps going like that except for the lyric i could read do you want me to read lyrics for a while like somewhere under the rainbow far away or a little humble goes a long way to bring a little peace. Like, just shut the fuck up. I I did not know that this was sort of the, the three separate endeavors concept until way late in the process of listening to stuff. Did you even notice? I did. And here's why I'm like, huh, this kind of drops off towards the end. And oh. the, the red and green, not bad. 
the blue wasn't my thing. It felt like more throwaway. I didn't know what to expect. I literally know nothing but Mbop in yeah. Hanson's catalog. I don't right? think most people do. Yeah. I was actually pleasantly surprised with <clears throat> some of the stuff. I'm like, huh, this sounds kind of folksy. There's mm-hmm. almost like a hate Ashbury vibe going on here and there. But to your point, it feels all borrowed. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I mean, it's their pop band. Then I stopped and I'm like, geez, how long have these guys been making music? They, they're, I, I'm picturing like Hanson, like Mbop Hanson. These guys are like old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> and I give them the benefit of the doubt. It's not terrible. It's fine. I'm going to say I'm glad that we listened to this. Okay. I'm not. I will never get those minutes back to my life. As I was listening to it, I didn't, again, uh, know that it was three separate albums slammed into one album because there was no flow to it. It was horrible in that way. Outside of adding random bullshit from other people, some gospel organ and like whatever else they were trying for, they haven't changed in 25 years. This was... The exact same shit they were putting out in 97 when they put out their first album. This is their 11th album, and they haven't evolved and become better musicians in any way. This was really bad. At least they're rich. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, that's the... It yeah. was well-produced, like, I mean... I mean, be honest. Could any of you concentrate on this? How many songs in could you stay focused and listen to this, honestly? Like evil, come on. How many times in track two are you like, oh, fuck, that's right. I'm supposed to be listening to this. Mm. My favorite song is Child at Heart. It's the first song in the album, and I do think it's a good song. I enjoyed it. It's the only song you listen to. That's my favorite. <laughs> I, I listened to this entire album all the way through twice. That's what it's going to get from me. That's enough. I give it one thumb down. I'm not giving it two. I admit that it is a, a well-produced album that a lot of people are going to enjoy, and that's great. Good. I'm going to give zero thumbs. I'm going to go just straight neutral because I like Sven. Uh, Aw, we all like Sven, though. I appreciate the the three separate segments. I picked, even though you, you didn't like it, I picked Cold as Ice because at least <laughs> oh, they picked a good, good artist to ape in Stevie Wonder. And I would rather hear a bad version of Stevie Wonder than a bad version of Jefferson Airplane. I don't so. think I would. Uh, Rachel, what about you? <laughs> I picked for my favorite song write you a song because it sounded like Darius Rucker. It sounds like Hootie. I like this. Uh, one of the many people they tried to rip off, but it sounded cool. As far as thumbs, one down seems like enough hate. I don't need to put both of them down. One's good enough. All right. Let's go to album number eight. We have Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar. Oh, because tequila. Oh. I don't know what that Man, you take like three shots in a alcohol. row. That's my that bad. What do you have to do after this? <laughs> I don't Just pass out on the floor, I think. Okay, that's, that's good. What I'm going to do after this. <laughs> <laughs> I asked to not get drunk, but that's. This is not a fair album to do a quick fire review on. That is so true. This was by far the most challenging listen of the 10. At some point, I'm like, there's no way that. I am going to do justice talking about this. I, I just don't have the time to dive into this as deeply as I needed to. It felt like three different experiences for me. A third of it, maybe a little bit more, is very well-produced hip-hop. There's another third of it that feels like therapy slash philosophy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with it. 
and then the last part, like maybe last quarter to a third of it, it feels like a train wreck that I shouldn't be witnessing. I feel like a voyeur. I feel like an imposter listening to some of it. Mm-hmm. Those three things juxtaposed in one album is fucking jarring. And it's genius and uncomfortable. I think that's everything that he set out to be. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Rachel. Kendrick Lamar is pure art. Every lyric that he writes and every note that he writes is so beautiful and meaningful. And like Evil said, like we, I would have to listen to this album like a billion more times. The three of us will not be able to do it justice in six minutes. So often you have a really good rapper and then you have a sick beat, but there is piano. There's actual notes and music by real musicians going on in the background. It's not some computer. There wasn't a a shitty song on this. Everything was amazing. Everything was thoughtful. Mm -hmm. It was just beautiful. I I really, really love this album. We all very much agree. And that's the first thing that came to all of our minds is that this album is so beyond a fucking six minute review. Mm -hmm. It's so beyond a quick fire. Like you can't do it. And that's Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> it's it's almost anti-rap. Mm-hmm. All the shit that people, like including him, have rapped about is bullshit. The, the fuck the cars, fuck the jewelry, fuck the houses. And that's what this album is about. He's going through pain. He's, he's self-deprecating. All these things about him. It's not a fucking usher. I'm so sorry. Please take me back. It's I am a fucking piece of shit that cheated on my wife. It's a ton of guilt. It's humanity. That's it. It's just a rapper being human. 99% of rappers have to be this invincible, unpenetrable God that can do whatever I want and I'm rich. He is the opposite of that. He's not afraid to be himself. It's so fucking refreshing. To me, when you're an artist and you get famous and you get rich and famous, when you start coming out with albums after that, it's hard. It's hard because a lot of those positions of pain oh, when you're first coming up, uh, like poverty and all this shit, it's hard to find something to bitch about that people aren't going to be like, you know what? Fuck you. Okay. Millionaire. But he finds this really good way of rapping about how he has all these things now and he has the riches and he has the go wherever I want and he's still not happy. And that's what he's rapping about. I think it's fucking amazing. We are going to be talking about this album more because I guarantee you that I'm going to be talking about it in the finale. I'll just say that. He is definitely in my top five favorite rappers of all time. He has cemented that with this album. It's fucking awesome. Kendrick Lamar, man. He's pretty good. I honestly hadn't really heard much of Kendrick Lamar in the past couple of years. I'd heard like a song. Here's the thing. You guys covered Damn. Mm. And then I had read, oh, he, he won a Pulitzer for that. And I was like, oh, a rapper that won a Pulitzer. <laughs> that must be fucking huh. amazing. And for you to say, oh, he's in like the top five best rappers of all time for me. I'm just like, how is he not the literal best rapper of all time for you? Because if it wasn't for Tupac, he wouldn't exist. Uh, Don't. Uh. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, we already talked about Kid Rock on this album. <laughs> That's true. Good That's point. That's true. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> There's going to be more Kendrick Lamar talk this year. I yeah, guarantee yeah, it. Yeah. Evil, uh, best song and thumbs. My best song, I found out later, isn't actually part of the proper two discs. It's actually its own third disc track that was a digital bonus. Oh. It's the, the heart, heart part five. Yeah. Mm. That track is... You saw the video? Um, 
Yes. Mm. Yes, I did. Uh, it. Holy fuck. Yeah. The opening line is going to explain the thumbs that I give. It says, as I get a little older, I realize that life is perspective and my perspective may differ from yours. Mm-hmm. I'm giving this one resounding thumbs up and one resounding thumbs down because I think I'm not supposed to like some of this album. And I think that's the point of those three parts that I alluded to. Like there's some like stuff that's like really well done and and going to have commercial success. And then there's like this deep introspective component. And then there's like this really ugly part as well. That makes me very uncomfortable. You know, the, the drama, the happy face, the sad face, that's what this album is. So I'm giving it a big thumbs up and a big thumbs down because those are my reactions to it. Did not see that coming. I picked for my favorite song, We Cry Together. For those of you that haven't heard this song, they scream fuck you at each other for the chorus of this. And Mm -hmm. as much as I have said that I I don't appreciate repetition, every time they screamed fuck you at each other, it felt different. And it felt like it was necessary when you're having a fight with somebody. You can say fuck you in different ways. They did such a good job of expressing that in the song. I just, it was really beautiful. And for me, even though there were so many things that I loved and probably should have hated on it, I still, all of my thumbs are going up. My favorite song is Mr. Morale. There's a lot of songs it could have been. And yeah, two thumbs up. It's awesome. I need to listen to it a lot Mm -hmm. more. I need to sit down. Uh, more with the lyrics and really try to figure out what he's saying on some of these because I feel like I'm 10% into this Mm -hmm. album at at this point. Album number nine in a lot of the same vein. Very similar hip-hop album, right, guys? So similar. Twelve Carat Toothache by Post Malone. Rachel, what are you shooting? I hope for your sake... It's water. It's not clear. It was not. <laughs> what was it? I don't know. <laughs> I think it was sparkly at one point and then went flat, but it was definitely alcohol. I wrote down Post Malone releases the same album for the fourth time. <laughs> I love Post Malone. I think he's really, really great. I think he does a good pop vibe, so the kids like it. But I do have to say that he doesn't step out of his box, and it's getting to be a little done. And maybe I'm an asshole. I feel like this album is pretty interchangeable with any other album outside of it being produced better and having more people on it that are famous. I wasn't impressed. I was really excited to listen to Post Malone because I love Post Malone. But as far as a new album that is great, grand, wonderful, different than anything else, it was not that. It was very similar to everything he's ever done. This was my introduction to Post Malone. I'd never listened to him. Whoa, really? Yeah. Yeah, you don't uh, have to. It's Sven, just this. Sven had talked about him once or twice last year, and I said I was going to give him a shot. So this album came out. Why not? This is very... Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> it's it's very bleh. It's like a lesser version of the SoundCloud rapper, like the Juice World stuff. There's so much in here that I could... The extreme tremelo auto-tune fucking thing that he does through this album. Oh, fuck. Right? I hate, hate that. It ruined the album for me. So much of the album. It's so fucking annoying. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't like it. 
I don't like him now. He seems like a cool guy, but his lyrics are just, here's what I, here's the thing. Everybody talks so highly of Post Malone that I thought I would get it. I would listen to lyrics and it'd be some refreshing kind of, it's not, it's 10 cuties think I'm the man. Your boyfriend will never understand me because I'm about to pull his girl like a hammy. He's the same fucking thing that all the SoundCloud rappers did. Yeah. He's Justin fucking Bieber. There's no fucking difference at all. Whores all around me. He sings that like seven times. I mean, look at the title of the album. He talks about his teeth as much as fucking Taylor Swift talks about her lips. They need you shut your mouth. mouth. (laughs) You shut your mouth. That's what I want. I want a Taylor Swift post Malone mouth collaboration. Teeth and lips. Let's do it. Uh, Evil, what do you think about this album? I had a revelation listening to this album. (laughs) Go on. And it changed everything for me. (laughs) Up until that point, I had seen him on podcasts, listened to him, and thought, hey, this guy sounds pretty cool. He's into like a lot of cool music. Yeah. He doesn't seem to be taking himself too seriously. And then his music, I fucking hate for the most part. I listened to this once. I was like not digging it. And then I don't know if it was the second or third time through it, it all came to me. He is the hip hop version of a rodeo clown. (laughs) It's kayfabe. He's playing a character. It's tongue in cheek. He's not taking himself seriously. What we're getting is art, but it's also a product. It's like, look at this shiny, Mm. goofy shit I'm doing over here. The demo track at the very end, which is what I think eventually turned into euthanasia the guy's into good music he just like takes it and then morphs it into this saccharine pop thing that he knows is going to sell and he's like Fuck, i'm gonna get mm. face tattoos and the cornrows and and the crazy stuff that he does it's pro wrestling it's he's rodeo clown and see you might be right and i hope you're right i just i'm, I'm i just don't it, think it, you're it's right the only way that this makes sense to me I just feel like so look, I have to when you hear listen to the fucking the love hate letter to alcohol that is a song of a guy that is trying so hard to write a meaningful good song and it's the most ridiculous hilarious it's, thing <laughs> it's this very serious song about how I realized that I was having trouble with alcohol because he fell down and bust his teeth <laughs> and at first it's kind of funny but then it's like 30 more seconds like oh he's He's serious. He's really going to do a whole song about this fucking thing. Yep. Rachel, uh, th- best song, Thumbs. Best song. I wrote Reputation. It had some good. It was maybe the most unique out of all. I didn't care for this album. Uh, thumbs, none. <laughs> no thumbs. I love, I um, like Post Malone. I think he's great for radio, but I will listen to this album again on purpose, probably. Yeah, I gave it two thumbs down. I really didn't like it. The best song in it is One Right Now, and that's not even his song. That is a weekend. That is a full-on yeah. weekend song. I wanted my favorite song to be is it Lemon Tree. Yeah, but that yeah. fucking Tremelo killed those it. Those fucking, yeah. that vocal effect. <laughs> it which, I kid you not, it makes all of the other auto-tune tolerable. Yeah. That's how bad that vocal effect is, and I fucking hate auto-tune. So I wanted it to be that song, but it's not. It's the weekend song is my favorite. I'm going to roll with this rodeo clown <laughs> narrative and give it one thumbs up based solely on that. If that's not how it is, I don't know how many thumbs that rodeo clowns have, but they're all down. <laughs> all right, Post Malone. Yeah. G- good job, buddy. Uh, one more <laughs> album left, and it is a very evil-centric album. We've got...
Eyes of Oblivion by the Helicopters. Rachel, what are you drinking? Oh, man. I think that was an orange Spearnoff. I know that there were some of those in the fridge. So Eyes of Oblivion by Helicopter. This is a Swedish rock band. This was a evil request. Evil, I love you. I did not love this album. It's such safe rock. It's so bad company and... It's not classic rock. It's classy rock. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's like what I feel like a lot of high school bands would write. I do hear the influences. I do hear, like, we're talking about Cheap Trick again and Dave Grohl. And I just feel like all of these songs were just things that I've heard a million times before. It was fun. I listened to it three times and I just could not get, I just couldn't get into it. Tell us about the helicopters, why you love them, and what you thought about this album. Their singer, guitar player, the kind of the, the driving force behind the band is Nicky Anderson, who was the drummer for Entombed, who was like a seminal Swedish death metal band from the late 90s, early 2000s. That's how I know them. He left that band to form this band. The Helicopters is a band that a ton of people were like, you got to get into the Helicopters years ago. And I was just like you. I'm like, I don't get it. This just sounds like rehashed. Mm -hmm. They're tipping their hat to all kinds of classic rock. At that point, it was very Detroit rock mm -hmm. was kind of their sound. They grew on me over the years because they consistently put out great stuff. And so I saw that they were putting out yet another album. I'm like, fuck yeah, another Helicopters. I, and I like this. It's not my favorite of their albums. Comfort is a good, that's an interesting word you use because it, it is very comfortable yeah. music for me. It's good to me. It's not great, but they don't really do anything that I don't like either. Rachel, what did you think of the Helicopters? So you know that whole theory of like, if you put a hundred monkeys in a room on typewriters, they'll eventually write, eventually they'll write mm. Shakespeare. I feel like these guys just listen to every rock band from the mid seventies to the mid eighties and then wrote an album. <laughs> it was nothing unique. I was, when I was listening to it earlier, I said with no background, I said, Hey, Trevor, what montage would you do to this music? And he's like, oh, I'd be like working out for sure. This is working out musical montage music. Exactly. That's what this is. This whole album was was montage music from mid 80s movies. Bad Company was the comp I kept coming up with. Yeah, I agree. And I feel bad. But I just didn't, it was so safe for me and so... It wasn't bad. No, but that's kind of what makes it even worse. Is that it's like, <laughs> do something. Make it your own somehow. That's fair. Um, they won a Swedish Grammy. Yeah. Best song on this album for me is <laughs> Plow and Doctor. I give it no thumbs. Evil, what about you? Uh, Plow and Doctor is a good, that's a like tip of the hat to Hendrix to start that one off. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, my, that's, a, that's a good song. Yeah, uh, Tinfoil Soldiers for me. I don't know why mm. I like that track. That doesn't sound like a, a helicopter song to me, but it, I was digging it. So I give it one thumbs up. It's not my favorite helicopters album, but I enjoy it. Rachel. I did pick a favorite song. I couldn't find something that really stood out to me. And as far as thumbs... No thumbs. Uh, I didn't hate it. It was just not uh, unique enough for me to love. Sorry, Evil. That's okay. I love you. No. You get two thumbs oh, up. Oh, thank you. Well. Up where? <laughs> don't be a creep. That is our 10 albums. Rachel, you're good at this. You always guess people's shit. 
so highest rated for all of them. Evil picked uh, Kendrick Lamar. I picked Orville Peck, which would have gotten six if Rachel wouldn't have been an asshole about it. <laughs> and Rachel picked. That's fair. Rachel picked Dream Widow. The only one that got a perfect six was Dream Widow. Oh, I just figured out why she did that. I see what's going on, Rachel. Okay, so Dream Widow got a perfect six. You picked right. I know you boys. Lowest, uh, Evil picked Dream Widow. Uh, <laughs> idiot. You idiot. You have to think of David's score too. Uh, yeah. Rachel picked Hanson and I picked Post Malone. It was a tie between Hanson and Post Malone. <laughs> yes. So I didn't think people would hate him. Post Malone as much, but... Well, I was the one that hated it. I give it two well, thumbs down. Nobody we, liked it. Yeah. And then we got to get to the who picked Best of the Batch. Evil, what was your favorite album? This I'm actually intrigued by this one. I have a question. Can I answer your question with a question? Damn, yeah. After we went through them all, what would you pick of mine now? I w- Now I would say um, Orville Peck. That's a good album. Fear of the Dawn. Oh, wow. Is my favorite of the group. Yeah, I would not have called that at all. Yep. So nobody got that right. I fucking love that album. It's great. It's It's so good. I don't think either of you got this. Uh, Kendrick Lamar for me. No, I I picked Fear of the Dawn. Yeah. I gave a lot of albums two thumbs up on this one. This was a good batch of albums. Yes. I'm happy with it. And Orville Peck, Jack White, Moontooth. Dream Widow, Third Secret, like this is a lot of good shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Kendrick Lamar is just, it just feels like one of those. Rachel, what about you? Kendrick Lamar, everybody wins. Hey, Rachel takes drink. The man is an, is a literal artist. Like he is the yeah. epitome of that word. He tries so hard and he does such a good job. Good job, Dave Grohl. Good job. Yeah, we had a lot of fives. Jack White got five total thumbs. Orville Pett got five total thumbs. Moontooth got five. Kendrick got five. A lot of high scores. Third Secret got four thumbs. This was a good batch of albums. Yeah, it was. And with that, we're done. Boom. Tune in next week. Sven and I, album review. It's a classic. It's a beloved female singer where she sings the same female name over and over and over and over. Good <gasps> shit, man. Versecoursefirst.com, at Pod. I'm excited. I always like the quick reviews. Getting the, the hate mail afterwards of these are always fun. Mm. Rachel. David. Good luck for the rest of the day. Uh, <laughs> find something fun to do when you're drunk. I personally like to clean. Fair. Tell Trevor we're sorry for whatever happens <laughs> for the next couple hours. <laughs> so mad. Evil, it's been a very good. It has been. A marathon session. Four hours and 15 minutes with you. That's been real. Yeah. Everybody, we love you. Good night and good luck.